This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That was it. What? (laughs) Yeah. It's like a 90s sitcom. No music. Or sorry, no lyrics. Just the music. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's the first time we've ever done that, but I figured. A lot of times just the music communicates so much that you don't need words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jack, you're a musician. Yeah. You get it. I I totally understand. There's the the double bass attack on that was insane. It just felt like a Pantera drum beat. Yeah. (laughs) This is not what I think about when I think of your podcast, but that's that's amazing that someone was like, this is what... This is we are rock. I, this and is roll. where I go. You guys Hardcore are rock and roll. Rock. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm wondering if that guy even wrote it for us. Um, I'd hate to be deceived. He just wrote an awesome. It was lick. actually Pantera. Yeah. Oh, was it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack and Doug, why don't you introduce yourself while I pull up the uh, information about that song? Okay. Uh, <laughs> names, locations, sex, gender. How do uh, we know you? Uh, I'm. Doug, man, I'm a male. I live in Los Feliz. That's good. Uh, and I'm the host of a podcast called Duty Calls with Doug Mann, along with my uh, my good friend Jack Dolgen right here. And that's me. I'm Jack Dolgen. I am also male. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sex positive. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, don't yeah. even, I don't even know what that means. It means you like I'm to just, have sex? I'm pro-sex. <laughs> I'm just very sex positive. I'm sec- I'm I've never negative. identified myself as that either, but sex I also Sex positive yeah. is a movement. Yeah. Um, food positive? I'm yeah. food positive. Yeah. Um, body positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm negative about myself. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so you're positive about everything, <laughs> not you. Yeah. yeah. That's um, actually a pretty good description of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the band that made that was a, it's a Montreal progressive metal band called Bird Problems. They're metal positive. <laughs> They're yeah. metal, They're very metal positive. positive. Yeah. Uh, Doug and Jack, we tried Wait, the band to have is called you... Bird Problems? Yeah, Bird Problems. <laughs> That's great. It's a pretty good name. Yeah. yeah. Like um, we tried to have you on our show for the last like three, four, or five months maybe. Right, uh, yeah. But y'all are busy individuals. We're, we're not scheduling positive. No, yeah, you're busy uh, positive. Um, no, but, uh, well, yes, but this is, the, we're, we're really happy that it worked out. Yeah. And, um, what a lovely office you guys have here. Thank you. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. What's your, what's your day job, just so if people can put the context of who you guys are in the larger world? I'm a writer and songwriter on the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. That's yeah. a big deal. And yeah. Doug, what are you a songwriter for? Um... I write mostly songs like <laughs> um, Sing a Diddy about birds and the problems they have. But, Holy uh, shit, you're in bird problems? You, that was guys, you? that was me. On the That's axe? why I waited to, to be on the show until you finally picked my song. <laughs> I came all the way in from Canada. We should, 
<laughs> we should have. You could have told me. I would have used the song earlier. I I wanted it to be on the merits of the music. <laughs> mm. um, I am also a, a writer and actor, and I'm uh, right on Crazy Ex Girlfriend, as well as written for How I Met Your Mother and uh, the comedians and some other things that. You might have seen or not seen. Oh, Jake almost. Jake and I almost wrote for the comedians. Did we, you? We could have been. We could have been. You, you could have been writers. Us. Yeah. <laughs> instead, they awesome. hired you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They could have gotten us for yeah. the same price. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they said no. One Doug is better than Jake and Amir. Yeah. One. No. No. Doug. No. Just so you know, I have a writing partner. So okay. Oh, okay. Thank God. So <laughs> in yeah. either situation, we both would have been splitting the check. One check. Okay. Great. That's um, good. Yeah, but I but I get to read the rewards of working with Billy Crystal and Josh Gad. Yeah, sorry, wow, how's that? Uh, it was as bizarre as it sounds. <laughs> All right, good. It was cool. And, yeah, and strange. And yeah, fun. and it came and went. It came and went. Was it like a weird part of your life? Um, it's it was just you know it was a gig. It was a weird gig to like I, we were in the writers room with Billy Crystal, so it's kind of surreal. Like, Is that like yeah, that must be. Are you scared to pitch stuff? I actually, I'm I'm a I have. A lot of anxieties, um, but I usually kind of step it up when um, I'm around like people like that, and I kind of and I just went for it with with Billy, and and, and he responded well to it. Um, uh, so no, I wasn't I wasn't scared, but I was impressed. He he's impressive. He's still super sharp, and like he doesn't forget anything, and his timing is impeccable. Um, but he's just he's just from like a different time. Yeah. So. And then Larry Charles was also in the room, which was actually if I, if I was going to be scared about anyone, it was Larry Charles. Like who no disrespect, who, but he's Seinfeld director, Curb director, Borat. Um, you know, so like he basically made my favorite comedies throughout my whole. <laughs> the reason I do this is the projects that Larry Charles has worked on. I imagine he's a very serious guy. He's like he's a director of many many comedies, but he's just like very stone faced. He's all vibe. Right? He's the most vibey guy you've ever met. <laughs> He's got long hair and a long beard. He ha- carries a backpack with him everywhere he goes. What does he eat for lunch? What's yeah, he that's for lunch? right. He'll eat a regular. He'll just he'll. I mean, he'll, he'll eat the writers' room lunch. Yeah, he'll order what, what we're ordering from. Um, he was quitting smoking at the time, so he's like playing with beads a lot. And he was like, um, <laughs> Are he and Rick Rubin different people? I don't know, but they they definitely had to pray to the same Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> they hold the same beads. They hold the same beads. Um, yeah, I. He he was he was cool. He wasn't too serious. He just he he also just has amazing stories and but he's as neurotic as anyone. He's like has the same fears about writing. He's like I don't know maybe this is my last job. And I'm like you're <laughs> fucking Larry Charles. Like I was like does it ever end? And he's like no, it, it never ends. It's maybe never, this is okay. my last. He job. was like he was he's just always he's like he's nervous about like I don't know where I'm gonna work next. And I'm like I. I can guess where you're going to work next. There's five <laughs> things you're going to do after this that you're fine. I'm on your IMDb. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff in pre-production. Yeah. I can, I can tell you your schedule for the next two years, Larry Charles. Yeah, you're you're totally booked up. I just think he's like, oh, who can trust? He's got that, that, that kind of Jewish vibe where he's like, you can't trust anything until it's happening. <laughs> um, and, even, and even then, is it really happening or are you just having taken bad medication? <laughs> well, this uh, is happening. I'll tell you that right this is now. Real. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are here because you have a new podcast on the HeadGum Network. Yes. yes. It's a shitty podcast, but not a bad the podcast. It's right. a shit-based podcast. Yeah. Yes. And we're is... very excited to uh, to get going with you guys. Yeah. yeah. You already have like 100 episodes of it. We do. We have 100 episodes, and and so and that'll all be available. Uh, uh, it's called Duty Calls with Doug Mand, and uh, we just have people come on and tell 
personal shit stories. It has yeah. to be a, a personal story. Yeah, and um, you, you were sort of resurrecting it. So you yeah. had like a first or second season or whatever you want to call it, like a hundred episodes worth. Yeah, and you guys wanted to bring it back. back. You're the, we're you're already the in shit. We're to our Mindy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. We were a hundred episodes, and we're already in shitication. Nice, yeah, that's right. nice, yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. very Yay. good. Um, yeah. You have a whole notebook full of those. It's it's yeah. amazing how I've never said that before, and I haven't. That's a new one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where we brought the show back, we kept, you know, we kept getting emails from, from people who liked the show and other people who wanted to tell stories. And, uh, John Gabers is a good friend of ours. And oh he said, God. he is a human shit story. I didn't think anybody had better shit stories than John Gabers until I met you guys. <laughs> but he's a legend for sure. Yeah, no, in the, in the, in the space. Shit community. Yeah. 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 R slash shit doers it's a diaspora nice yeah. <laughs> when you look when you look at great shitters in shitstery <laughs> oh, okay. okay now we're having fun He's, uh... <laughs> have you guys invested in shitcoin sorry <laughs> it's a digital poop cryptocurrency that completely decentralized apparently when everything else goes to shit that that's the only nice. thing that's going to have value um yeah so yeah. we're bringing the show back we've we uh we have some episodes coming and a bunch more exciting guests on the way that You'd be amazed how many people are really do want to tell their stories. Yeah, Jake yeah. and I were on it. Um, in a perfect world, this episode is out, and then your guys' podcast is back. Right, and yes. it's the Jake and I episode. So hopefully, yeah. right now after this episode, you guys can go listen to uh, our episode of Duty Calls. That would be great. I think we could talk. Everybody's think... everybody's got a shit story. Yeah. You know, everyone yeah. has. You guys have a thousand, <clears throat> but everybody everybody has at least one. When we started the podcast, it was the thing I was most nervous about is are we going to be able to book guests are we going to get enough people that has not been a problem right yeah because yeah. everyone's like i can tell you about the worst yeah. shit experience yeah. i ever had well, everyone has a friend everyone mm -hmm. who comes in then has five friends it's like oh you know who you got to talk to <laughs> um and then we always say we don't want to hear it like jack and i like to not we don't want to hear the stories beforehand because we want it to feel like it feels when you're sitting around with a group of friends and you're telling a shameful story that you're kind of embarrassed about and we yeah. want to kind of create that have that energy going on so we yeah. like to come in clean and then get just shat all and then yeah. just and get then, dirty and then just yeah. wipe it up yeah. <laughs> um. uh well this is an advice podcast this show is if i were you uh but we were able to find some duty related questions all right so hopefully Great. make it a more of a crossover episode so if all you right. guys uh are willing to indulge us uh, why don't we start with the first duty related question which is uh written by a guy so doug do you have a fake guy's name, just so we can preserve this guy's anonymity while we answer his question. Do I have a fake guy's name? Just yeah, a, uh, it could be any guy's name that you can come up with. Um, Charlana. That's good. Char wait, Charlana? Charlana. 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 Right. It sounds like a woman's name, but it's actually... It's yeah. not actually. And Charlana's been dealing with that name. his whole entire life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an anagram for Larry Charles? Cool. <laughs> Oh, God, I've said too much. <laughs> All right. Charlana writes, My sister-in-law has been staying with me and my wife for the past week. I noticed that we've been going through quite a bit of toilet paper since she's been here. We usually don't need to replace the roll that often, probably less than once a week. But, she's, uh, but since she's been here, I've replaced it twice. That by itself would be okay, but yesterday I went to the bathroom after her and discovered that she had plugged the toilet. She must have had... Uh, she must have just flushed, assuming it would go all down fine, because there was no way she could have just been nonchalant uh, as she was if she had realized what she'd done. 
I didn't feel like I really had a choice, so I plunged the toilet and did my business, which was pretty obvious from the plunging that the floater she left wasn't the issue. It was way, way, way too much toilet paper. Since that point, I can't look at her in the eye without thinking about it. She's just living her life like she didn't plug our plug up our toilet, but she did. I'm not saying I've never plugged a toilet, but every time it's happened, I feel such great shame that I can't imagine leaving the bathroom without having 100% certainty that it all flushes and it has been successful. So my question is, would it be weird to ask her to use a less toilet paper? Is there a way to bring it up without bringing up the fact that I had to plunge the toilet after her? Do most people keep such a close eye on how much toilet paper is being used? Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work uh, and love the show. Love, Charlana. That's a terrible <clears throat> name. Uh, let's call him Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie for short. Uh, so this is this is. What do you guys think of toilet paper versus poop clogging the toilet? Is it mostly toilet paper? Is it a poop thing? It's an interesting predicament that that he's in for, i want to just like you first, guys are such experts yeah, yeah, like, as you see the question like ah, uh, oh, yeah. jack just put jack just put on a different pair of glasses for this, to answer this question, even though he's not reading it they're, ha- they're half yeah, glasses yeah. they're like little in reading the very glasses. tip of his nose just push these up where yeah. did that cup of tea come from <laughs> first i want to just say that i think for two people to only change the toilet roll once a week is I would say a little less than average. I think that's a right. low toilet paper usage. It, Definitely for us, it is. For us, it's uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm at the roll's gonna go a roll a, t- a roll every per two, two to three days. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what? kudos kudos to this couple for being conservative with their toilet paper use. Yeah, thank you. Wait, even with a bidet, are you using that much TP? No, no. The, the, bidet, the bidet has changed in. everything. It. It's bidet. a new yeah. bidet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a <laughs> That was such it's an identical laugh. <laughs> that laugh was identical. You guys both moved your head the exact same angle. Well, because we didn't want it to like fuck with the mic. You guys are great. Professionals. Uh, um, <laughs> I, what do you think okay. about the cloggage? I, I, my well, gut is that he's really, probably right. Have you guys ever heard people saying plugged the toilet? That, I, th- that was new uh, thank to you me. For, thank you for saying yeah, that. Yeah, maybe he's that, British That was something. the first weird thing I noticed. <laughs> that was the first thing where I was like, is this guy a narc? Yeah. Is, he, or is he an alien who's like, I know what. People, I've never heard plug the toilet. Yeah, he yeah. just learned. Uh, he's an alien that just learned yeah. the language. Yeah. Everyone is plugging the toilet. Hippity hop, hippity hop. <laughs> but there's kind of like a sister. <laughs> there's kind of like a prideful joy, or like a half shame, half joy. Be like, oh, I, I clogged the toilet. Well, I guess I like have a crazy bowel movement. But it's really just like uh, an inefficient use of toilet paper is it, what it does it. Almost, and use, oh, it's almost never in my experience the a shit. huge shit that does it. And it must it, be and so if it big. Is, that is something to be proud yeah, of. Yeah, okay, yeah. But Agreed. I think but, people have the pride of, oh, I guess I gotta, like take huge shits. But it sounds like toilet just, paper. This yeah, sounds like toilet, toilet paper. It does. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. It's not, and that's not uncommon. And I, and I would urge Charlotte to begin with just exercising a lot of empathy in this situation. That's exactly right, Jack. Because <laughs> because there's so many unknown factors here, and one possibility that comes to mind, honestly, is that like. She had a uh, she had a wipe that that just wouldn't stop. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And that does happen. But then or, you yeah. got to do the multiple flushes. You got to do the multiple flushes. That's true. <laughs> what I'm hearing in this from Charlie is I think he's trying to couch his. Can I tell her to use less toilet paper? It's not about that. Charlie <laughs> is mad that he had to he had to unclog the toilet or unplug it. And mm. he, that's and he wants an excuse to say that. Yeah, that's what, what I, is say. It, I hear. What's I, he say? Like yeah. he said, we usually are one week, and now if she, since she's been here, we went to two. That's yeah. 
partly because there's just a third person yeah. in general. And it's also like, <laughs> yeah. what, a, a buck to... Yeah. Well, I, I think I think looking at someone else's floater and having to unclog it is a gross experience, and it probably is making Charlie just angry because it feels rude to him. Mm-hmm. You can hear it in like the tone. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "Can I say something?" And it's like, "Well, why?" My my question would be, take a step back and look like uh, what you want to say. If you, if it's just to be like, "I'm pissed," and I want you to know I'm pissed, I think you should res- preserve your relationship with your sister in law. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, it's sister-in-law, is not straight it sister? Yeah, it's his sister's. Oh, wow. It's, it's so definitely don't sister. say anything. Yeah, yeah Lord, sister. If it's the, if it if you're truly concerned and it's becoming a problem on your pipes, then I think you should have the sister say something and be yeah. like, "Hey, can you just lose? That's correct. I That's, agree yeah. that Charlie's <clears throat> mad, but I actually have a different take on why. I think Charlie is mad because so much toilet paper is being used and I, don't, I think he's cheap and I don't think he wants well, that's what Jake was seemed to be yeah. picking up on too I, I, I think he's because the, his, the first like, part of it is, is if you all buy, about like, <laughs> yeah, the first part is just about pay? quantity <laughs> you, can, he, you can see Charlie looking at his spreadsheets and he's like well, our toilet paper intake is up 300% this month <laughs> like a passive aggressive sign three squares max because you want to know what I think I don't think her asshole is dirty I think what she likes is uh, and sometimes I do this too you, have, you get like a big clump Mm-hmm. And it's nice and soft. Sure. Like if you, if I'm at my house, I probably try, I tend to use a little less because I don't want to use my toilet paper. I don't. Oh, want so to it's a money toilet. thing for you too. But if I'm like if I'm at the airport, oh. where they have like those toilets that just suck the those are yeah. very suck those are very thin. You got to use a clump. Well, and that's yeah, what I'm like, thinking yeah, is that like, this, this might fall on Charlie's shoulders too. Is what kind of toilet paper is he stocking? Because if he's got this like terrible single ply, yeah. she's gonna need to do a nice big. Cushion, yeah, right? A lot of a lot of toilet, a nice nest to get what she wants. Maybe she's accustomed to a finer product. Yeah, single ply is sometimes just as bad as like. Here are four strands of spaghetti. Like you're about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so, like it seems like, like two two single plies does not equal a double ply. No, not at it's all. It's gotta be like oh, you're ten completely single right. plies. Yeah, what? To like, it's such a thin. I'd rather what is use the a conversion porous. rate on plies. And is there is there an agreed agreed upon? <laughs> there isn't. It's global. Like there's no international standard. There is none. And so it's it's really the wild <laughs> west out there. It's really like single ply is really. It feels like. Point five plus. <laughs> I would ra- I would rather use a pad CU noodle. It's, wa- it's uh, wide, thick yeah, rice it's, and noodle. at least it's softer. A nice rice noodle, <laughs> which is what we were using probably up until very recently. Totally. Did yeah. I tell you about? Or I told shell. you about the time that I had to cl- unclog a toilet without a plunger. Have Whoa. you guys ever had to do this? No. Oh yeah. Right Where are we well, living together? Uh, it was when we were living n- not together, but in the same apartment building. Yeah, one Santa Fe. And uh, I, <laughs> I'm preparing myself for the most masculine story of all time. Well, I first I took a huge shit. Uh, so I swear so to God, good. I think I, I think I clogged the toilet with pure shit. <laughs> Everybody, it was does. like my last oh, night. It was on. my last night in the apartment, so I like had got <laughs> so all was, of my stuff had party time been... in the bowel department. <laughs> I, I spent the last month constipating in, myself yeah. <laughs> just for the joy of leaving like, it. One <laughs> last night baby the <laughs> but the plunger had been packed it was already at the new place uh-huh. uh and and i went down to the front desk i asked if they had a plunger they didn't i went to like the gym bathroom the pool i went i scoured the entire apartment looking for a plunger nothing so i i looked online if you could unclog a toilet with with no plunger so what i what i did was i i think you sent me links from like how to or yeah, something you, i squirted a whole bunch of uh dish soap into the toilet bowl, and then I boiled a gallon of water and just dumped it into the uh, into the toilet. 
And what's the and it, boil a gallon of boiling water supposed to be? I guess what do? you're trying to do is because toilet paper is made to like break up it's in the break pipes. Up the shit but in you're the trying to like paper. you're a plunger, like you plunge it, it comes back up, it tears it up, it mm-hmm. I don't know, it swirls around. Uh so what the dish soap did is uh sort of like breaking it apart. And then what the boiling water did is because the dish soap is made to cut grease and like stuff like that. Yeah. And would you say it was a greasy shit? It, dude, it was so foul. I had, <laughs> I had to do it. You did it greasy. I had to do it three. I had to do greasy? it three different times. But uh, here's what I, I had to understand. do it three times for it to finally for it to finally go down. And the entire my fiance was like on her way to my house, and I was like, "Don't come home yet." I'm, I'm making you a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Boiling grease water. Like I just wanted it to be gone by the time she got there because it was so. It was so foul. It was just like it. It looked. It was like a brown stew up in the. Oh, but uh, but if, when it finally went down, I, she came back and I was so proud that I told. I told her the entire story. Oh, yeah. And she still decided to marry you. So that's. It great. was that night I proposed to her. <laughs> you had to. But if if your toilet was clogged, isn't it? The water hasn't it risen at that point, so you're pouring more water. That would scare the hell out of yeah. me. Yeah, it, there. W- I think the water had like, it was a situation where the water had like gone all the way down, so there was no water in the bowl. Uh huh. That's one of the ways a toilet clogs. The way yeah. better way to do it. Yeah. Way yeah. better. Yeah, the, oh, it's called a dry clog. It's a dry clog. <laughs> it's a dry clog. But oh, even water when that happens, like, oh yeah, yeah, you got a dry clog going yeah, yeah. on. <laughs> all right, uh, I'll send one of my guys over, but I wouldn't worry. I don't even know if you can plunge a dry clog because there's no, no there's no like water to. You act need to loop it up. That's a yeah. great point. Well, usually a dry clog is a, is is kind of a good sign because it's like okay, maybe two more flushes and this thing's gone. Yeah. Right. It, it was one of those clogs where, like, you think, oh, I think I can flush this again and it'll be fine. But that was just not happening. What you guys it? ever do a wet clog and it's, like, almost at the top and you're like, should I fucking risk it? Should I pull the trigger and do one last flush knowing that if it doesn't yeah. work, And then, like, we're it's going starting overboard. to go up and you sort of have yeah. to sip it like a beer before you take it off the counter. Just the head. I mean, what, you never you play can't. Russian roulette? With your, with your one, of, one, of my de- one of my defining life moments early on in my life was... It was this exact thing. I, oh, really? I clogged my friend Matt Henley's toilet. And, <laughs> Wait, move uh, the microphone. I want it. I clogged my be, I yeah, clogged my friend right Matt there. Henley's toilet, and uh, he had they had family friends over at their house, and um, it was it was an er, it was early in my shitting career. Yeah, I was, was I, think it a I, was, shit clog? I think I was twelve. Was it a toilet paper clog? It was a combination. Yeah, combo. And I just being young and new to the game, I just kept pressing flush. Yeah. And it overflowed on t- all over to the floor. The floor. Everywhere. So at this point, I, ha- I had oh, to God. go tell my friend Matt. And when you're like 12, you just don't do anything on your own. <laughs> he told his father, who had absolutely the worst reaction you could have. He was so mad and yelled. He was like, "What the hell did you do?" In front of their family friends, came up to the room. And was pissed about the shit all over the floor. I didn't want to do it. As if you meant to. As if I want to. And so then I spent the next hour with one of those squeegee mops. He made you clean it too? Oh, oh yeah. It's just like the saddest, like, just Anne Hathaway character up in an attic. The ship. Just, yeah, just like. Down on Skid Row. Yep. And and just (laughs) squeeze, like, mopping, squeezing out. Mopping, squeezing out. And then just like. Staying up in the room until everyone left. Oh, so, yes, I've been there. You had coal soot in your, on your face for some reason. Oh, yeah. Somehow, coal soot. I got the black lung. <laughs> Dog, that's incredible trauma. It was, oh, no. That's no, like it, super traumatic. It's fully traumatic. I was, yeah. I mean, there's a reason we do this podcast. It, come, it, it comes from a real sad place and wanting yeah. to normalize. Like, I think that's the nice thing about your podcast. You guys have been talking shit about, you guys have been talking about shit your whole life, talking shit to each other. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And, 
That's a good and name for a podcast. And you just heard too. that story for the first time. I I, I don't remember hearing it. I, don't I mean, because you, you have so many of these stories. Like, <laughs> I remember yeah. when we did your show. You had a story about how you shit in the woods on like a nature walk with your girlfriend on an early date. Yeah, that became my wife. Yeah, it's just really cool. yeah. This is. It's, <laughs> Is, oh, yeah. it's cool. So yes, I've been there, yeah. uh, Amir, and it's 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 terrible. And so from that moment on, I don't touch it. I don't. Yeah, you if it's up there, rescue. like the last thing I do is flush. You go because I plunge. Yeah, cool. Uh, a lot yeah. of times, if it's really, if it if, if it's filling up, if you wait it out like a while, it'll seep. it'll start to it'll come start out. to see. Yeah, slowly. slowly. The problem yeah. is, or, if it you're at someone else's house. Yeah, yeah you don't have a lot of time. No. One yeah. of the risks is like sometimes it gets so high to the brim that even plunging it is, yeah, is a risk. Too much sure. water displacement. Oh, yeah. That's true. And then you have to go very gently or you have to wait. And that and it's just a matter of time. Yeah. And not everyone has that kind of time. No. I mean, that story was very bowel moving. It really... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have you guys ever just left a clogged toilet and been like, well, I clogged that. I have to go. In public, maybe? In, yeah, in, like a public, in a public restroom. But if I've done it, a... I've blacked it out due to shame. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I just have, I just can't recall the memory, but I don't think I don't think I have because I think, you know, look, part of what we do on the podcast is is we take the stigma out of having shit problems and things happen. I mean, things happen. Everyone clogs a toilet. Everyone's done it. Everyone's done it at someone else's yeah. house or at a public place. Like, <coughs> you just deal with it and trust that, like, if you need to ask someone for help, if you need to go up to the guy at the counter and go, hey, do you have a plunger? He's clogged that fucking toilet yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to trust gotta, the community. You guys are shit therapists. You I mean, really are. In a way, we are. I mean, we've had more people come on the show who tell the story, for the, and they'll be like, "That's the first time I ever admitted that." <laughs> and you got, but you and you do it in a way that's not like, "Oh, you're disgusting." That's yeah. the nastiest shit story ever. <laughs> it, it's that it's, gets ten out of ten farts from me. Yeah, I, I, I pre- we appreciate you saying that because we are. I mean, look. Do we have fart sound effects that we want to use sometimes? Yeah, of course. Of course. But do we hold back? We hold it in. Yeah. We hold it in. We don't. But yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. I think that's something we're going for. We want it to be kind of a catharsis for people and to be like, yeah, it's just a normal thing. It is eating, shitting, fucking. Like we do these things and then we pretend that we're not doing them. So let's – yeah, let's, let's just come okay out with it. it. Um, the best, the best shit stories are often ones that are not only are you know sort of funny because they're gross or whatever, but they also have another like deeper psychological or or per- personal or personality layer to them that we can work with and uncover and right. dig into a little bit, and leaving the person who told the shit story to sort of like have grown a little bit, or we've all learned something, <laughs> mm-hmm. or like there's something about ourselves that we've gained access to now that we've told that story yeah a hundred percent i'm I, i'm i'm a better man for doing the show i am a better man a better <laughs> husband yeah a better lover yeah. I'm a, uh, i i couldn't get any worse yeah so, right. uh, i think i'm about the same level i think i'm about the same level of lover yeah I mean, it's not gonna That's help good. everything but. yeah uh, all right, let's take a break. Well, did we even answer this person's question? Oh, yeah, so tell the if you, you don't say anything. Don't but say if anything. You mu- tell the sister. Must, tell the sister. To yeah. Tell her. Sister. But also, I'm, yeah. I'm with I'm with Doug. Like, take a step back and like, do you really need to say anything? Yeah. Just she, like because chances are she's she didn't know it came back up. The, one of two things she didn't know. She didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, she's and not, she, not prancing around your house being like, feel, ah, she that guy feel, punched yeah, my shit. She does shit. not feel good about it. So <clears throat> you're not going to get anything from that. Let yeah. this one go. Yeah, let this one go. Let Flush it, go. it down. Poo it forward. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more questions. Duty questions with Jack and Doug. Doug and Jack, what do you guys prefer? They both are great. They both yeah. work and yeah. they both Doug are and great. Jack, Jack and Doug. Jack and Doug, I think. <laughs> all right. 
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when <laughs> I was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym Fitness, it's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a non-movement movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness, of a fitnessnah.com. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Y'all okay. want to answer some more duty cues? Yeah. Cutie dues. Oh, duty cue. Uh, this one's interesting. <laughs> it's about 
Okay, I, I mean, this is just a perfect, this is perfect poop podcast fodder. Uh, <laughs> Jack, do you want to give us a fake guy's name? Um, Bob. Love it. You want, Char- <laughs> you want Charlotta? <laughs> Bob writes, in the past few months, I've noticed that I have to poop more or less ev- uh, every day between 8.45 and 9 in the morning. Now, right now, it's the summer, so I can excuse myself from work to go to the bathroom. However, classes are starting up again in the fall, and on four days of the week, I have lectures from 8.30 to 10.30. I'm beginning to worry about my poops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning to worry about my poop schedule and how it will affect my ability to pay attention. No matter how hard I push or how long I sit there, I can't seem to get it to go if I try around 8 a.m., so I can't go before. And I don't want to miss 10 minutes of every class because I can't control my bowel movements. Any advice or tips you have on poop rescheduling would be greatly appreciated. Wow. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, love Bob. So, are you guys regular? Uh, <laughs> no. no, no, you're all over the place. I'm, I, I'm, I'm even less regular than you. I think you poop in the morning. You just poop an insane amount, and, and I poop a lot in in the morning. But then, not not always right away. Different times, and then who knows what's going to happen throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a Radiohead album. You never know what. Like it's just like <laughs> you'll, you'll drop in the middle it's, of the it's, night. It's always going to be brilliant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it could be in completely different genres. Yeah, <laughs> and it could be a, a title exclusive. Yeah, one point, which title is exclusive. so weird. It could be. And there could be no warning before yeah. it comes out. Suddenly, or there could be lots trending. of anticipation, yeah, and you're guaranteed to get a lot of press on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I yeah. So th- I, but I feel for this guy. The schedule. Like, Big this, time. This made me really nervous. Like. For me, living in New York was a constant uh, f- um, anxiety attack because getting on a subway, I was always scared that I'd be stuck under there. I actually had to up my doses of Prozac too. <laughs> That's the true story to, to counteract my anxiety about being trapped in a uh, tunnel where I couldn't shit. Um, so this is really scary. To correct a schedule is... The fact that he has a schedule is a good sign, right? I agree with that. I think that's <laughs> that's the um, glimmer of hope here. Yeah, is that his body. body does? Is that the goal to be regular? You know, I I, I don't think, I think it a, makes life easier. It's nice, but I, I I hate to put that kind of pressure on people. You yeah. know, just Variety. just ad- adapt to, mentally to what your body is just doing. Just poo you. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, you poo yeah. you. That's yeah, my you poo one. you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great that this guy goes at a regular time, in the sense that that means that there's a chance that he can change that time because his body likes to go regularly. He's got to reprogram. Right. So, but what he didn't add in there, which I would want to know if I was really, if I was going to just wear my little doctor outfit, which is pretty cute. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) You look adorable right now. You are wearing a nurse's outfit. (laughs) He thinks he doesn't know that. Let me get a stethoscope here. Um, (laughs) Is what is he eating and drinking in the morning? And Mm -hmm. is that, is, is, is that poop coming just from, Sleeping all night, and that's when the poop is ready. Yeah, because or is it a coffee triggered? Exactly, because right, you that's, could have your coffee. It, but 30 I, I would think earlier. that Bob is, right. is is has thought about this enough to know that that if he's drinking coffee at a certain time, like that's a part. So what he Bob might have to do if he's this scared is he has to wake up an hour early and and start to change just to, yeah. to, to change his body because it does sound like his his body is is respecting yeah. a schedule. I would do that. Um, I would start that. Uh, 
solid month ahead of time. Yep. To tr- to just give yourself a little room, see if it works. And, and also, tr- you yeah. can't if you put the pressure on, it's not going to happen. So you have to have some freedom. You have to have a little time to be like, 100%. I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens. If I go earlier, it's fine. If I don't, it's fine. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's like and, a skittish little cat. You don't want to scare the cat. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's you don't... a skidsish little cat. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, are you regular? Uh. Not really, no. You can shit in the afternoon, morning, night, late night, in the middle of the night. Never middle. I mean, it tends to be morning-ish. Like, I would ra- I used to... I mean, I'd like to shit before I leave my house every day. And, you sometime, say, and most mm-hmm. of the time I do. You, I do you shit in the AM or the BM? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Like it go down. It go down. It, <laughs> the down, BM. it goes the down BM. in the BM. <laughs> I'll just say this also to Bob. Like, if coffee isn't a factor currently, he could use that yes. to expedite the situation before he leaves for, for his lectures. That is a, it's not a... It's not a myth. That coffee thing is an actual thing. Oh, it's real. What's it's, the chemical... What's the, what's the thing there? I, it, I think it's caffeine that does it because... Oh, really? Yeah, because diuretic? I do tea... And it does it for me too. Yeah, I, I do matcha. The, I wonder what the chemistry is there, like how drinking something causes your to be ready. I don't know. I, don't I know. mean, I'm I, that's that's above our pay grade. Yeah, yeah. Doug, Doug only has a nurse's outfit. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you put on a full doctor's outfit, we could ask I don't know you. if the stethoscope will help give an answer, but. Yeah, it seems like your, your body doesn't know the time of day. All it does is know the schedule of your own internal clock. So if mm-hmm. you wake up an hour early. Your body thinks, okay, it's time to poop an hour after I wake mm-hmm. up. Like, if you're regular, I don't think daylight savings affects that. It's not like your your stomach knows what time of day it is. I'm from Arizona, and we don't change our clocks, so oh, I can't speak to it. wow. But, but is that true? <laughs> yeah. Never change your clock in Arizona. Ever. I don't that, know. That's, what, makes that's on the license plate. It's yeah. so much that's sense. Our, that's our claim to fame. Yeah. It's the only reason people live there. <laughs> That Arizona and Hawaii yeah. doesn't change their clock either. Yeah, uh, you can't change time. Yeah, why would you? Who do you think bother? you are? This is crazy. Yeah. So uh, like, even in the winter, this the days are just like they're shorter, but they're hot. not obscenely <laughs> short. It right? just is what it is. You know, <laughs> it's just that's the motto. Arizona, Arizona. it is what it is. <laughs> so right now, is it the same time as LA, or is it an hour ahead? I don't know. I don't know because even that. As a question, it's so confusing to me. Yeah. What it, even I, as adults, it, we can't fully grasp. I can't. No one knows. I for think sure. no one knows. Yeah. But <laughs> well, sure they do, right? No, no, no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's unknowable. <laughs> you know what? We, we, it's we, unknowable we, is a really smart sounding thing. <laughs> it's unknowable. No, no one unknowable. has a computer or a yeah. little phone they could type in the question. There's no way of knowing. I want. Well, we've been. We've talked for a long time about having a, a gastroenterologist on the show to really get into the. The sort of nitty gritty of some of these sci- mm-hmm. more scientific questions. That'd I think cool. yeah. we, we should look forward to. Yeah, do you guys yeah. ever answer like uh, listener submitted shit questions? Yeah, uh, people, uh, the shitheads, uh, tweet in. Yeah. They uh, email stories. We get a lot of stories. And we don't get a lot of questions, actually. And we have a shit hotline where people also call in their stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it. It seems like it's a. Uh, it's almost like a hotline for you know, like, hey, I'm mortified. I'm really scared. I just. Yeah. overflowed a, a toilet and you can tell your story and be like I did that too you should give the hotline yeah. number out yeah the, the hotline is 1786 hold it N that's the letter N really? Wow. yep Hold it in, as in no, 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 no. Because I mean, it's what, and it's really meant for people like Bob. If Bob were to have to leave a lecture because he had to shit, it'd be to call to hear a reassuring voice saying that it's okay, like. That's what I would say to Bob too. Is like on to piggyback on Jack's thing is take some of the pressure off. If the worst case scenario is you have to leave a lecture, first of all, 
who the fuck is lecturing that you can't miss a couple minutes? Yeah. What do they know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who the hell are they? <laughs> Nothing's I'm, knowable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we already, yeah, there's so many things that are unknowable. Um, and I'm a nurse. I'm a certified nurse. So, uh, so like, if that's the worst case, Bob, like, you're going you're gonna to get through this. And then maybe you think about not getting... Signing up for lectures at at eight thirty. If there's no other, yeah, yeah, and even yeah, if he has a, a tough first week, I bet you the body adjusts. Yeah, I think he's gonna be all right. Yeah. Just a quick hit. Have you guys ever had hemorrhoids? I think so, uh, but I'm I, not sure. I have not. Um, wow, for such for so many shitting problems, it's interesting. I do get talk some... about your hemorrhoid on their show. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. do get something <clears throat> called mysterious butthole pain. Oh, MBP? Yeah. Is that like when the sphincter contracts? You're like, oh, it what's just, that? It feels like a... A charley horse, but for your sphincter? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, right yeah. in the anus, like a charley horse yeah, in the like, anus. Oh. Dude, we might have talked about... I don't know if we talked about this in, in our episode too, but it's, a, it's an amazing story. I would hate... I, yeah, no, I won't tell you the story. There's a story on the on the podcast, but yeah, no, mysterious. I, with, 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 Jake, I want to hear with Jake and Amir. Do, I know it? do you want to know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I started having this, this thing called mysterious butthole pain, which is... The, the term I gave it because it's no one can know. It's an unknowable thing what it's it actually is. Mm-hmm. But basically it's extreme pain in the in the butthole. And I I inside the sphincter? Huh? Like inside or like on the It feels like it's in the ring, like it's in inside, it's but just rim. barely inside in the Pacific Rim. Oh. Yeah. And I had lunch with my family down in San Diego, and on the uh, I was driving down there to go hang out with my family, and I, I had the mysterious butthole pain. I'm sitting there at lunch. I'm with my family. It's getting worse and worse and worse, and I just think to myself, maybe if I just go shit, it'll go away because I don't know what to do, but it's really bad, and it's starting to kind of like consume me a little bit. I get up. We're at, we're at a place called the Hotel Del Coronado. It's in Coronado. very fancy, old beautiful hotel yeah i'm walking down an outdoor corridor and all of a sudden my vision blurs and i drop to the floor and completely pass out smack next thing i know i'm like coming to people are surrounding me are you okay what's going on i'm like i'm fine i'm fine i kind of half get up and fall again the mysterious butthole because pain. It, because of the pain is he so intense. He passed in your, yes. out from butthole pain. I cannot stress, <laughs> so like, I cannot sir, stress what you it? enough. Like, my ass! <laughs> I cannot stress you enough how amazing. I mean, it, it's scary. It's my ass. <laughs> his is brother, anyone a doctor? His brother-in-law his is ass. a doctor. My brother-in-law is a doctor. He runs over. Who has Crohn's, right? He has a celiac. Who has he celiac. Comes, he, they, I was like, my family is at the restaurant. I can barely see. He, he comes over. He runs over. Oh, my God. What's wrong? And I kind of whisper into his ear my butthole hurts <laughs> now as as hosts of shit podcasts this is the kind of gold you pray for but yeah. as a friend i was worried yeah. <laughs> of, course. of course so look out for mysterious butthole pain uh all right we have time for one last question are you guys okay with that yeah, yeah of course uh all right let's get new tag team first and last name yeah tag team doug first name uh Jameson. That's good. And Doug, oh, sorry, Jack, last name? Horowitz. Wow. Ooh, really <clears throat> close to me. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Jake's cousin. This is my cousin, Jameson Horowitz. <laughs> uh, I don't want to call this guy out, but his email does come from an Ivy League email address. So I was right about the Horowitz. That's correct. <laughs> so I already feel inferior to him, and I hate him. Well, let's, uh, with that in <laughs> because mind. Because I want to be him. But clearly we come with no preconceived notions. Oh, anyway, girl, but like, is it one of the good ones, or is it Cornell? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta laugh. <laughs> it feels uh, good, right? Any idiot can get into Cornell. <laughs> That's what we're saying. 
Uh, no. Ironically enough, it's brown. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, it's not really. It's not really. It's not okay. really brown. Uh, All right. Ready? Uh, a girl I have a huge crush on was assigned a room on my floor. While on the surface, this seems like it would be amazing. It presents a problem. There's six people on the floor, and we share a co-ed bathroom. Ew. So far this year, I've avoided pooping in it because I'm sure uh, that hearing me, quote, drop some brown babies off at the pool, end quote, would be a huge turnoff. The next nearest bathroom is not close, so it's a major hassle every time. What would you do? Should I just give up on my neighbor and start pinching loaves? Or is it okay that I can just do my business? Currently clenching, hoping for some advice. Currently Love. clenching. <clears throat> yeah. Love uh, Jameson Horowitz. Well, I have very strong thoughts about this. Um, Doug, why don't you start up? Uh, it, I... I don't want to be to belittle any of your fans here, but I do find it funny that first of all, like I have such an inferiority complex about Avi Lee's. It's like how juvenile it's kind of like you can't. You, I don't think you can say dropping brown babies off at the pool. Anymore. Oh, that's not woke anymore. Yeah, that sounds I, I that sounds right. I think it's not okay. Let's just not say that, and we'll, we we'll won't say, say no it's, one it's say okay. that anymore. It's okay. That's where we're at. That's okay. It's just something we're not going to say. He wrote the email uh, five years ago. Okay, was, great. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> it, was, it was a different time. There was a different time. Um, this guy's already graduated from Yale. So he's all right. So he's already making one point three million dollars a year. So he's it's already over. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, so given that you can't say that given phrase that, anymore, given that you can't say that. What do you do if you're living on the same floor uh, or sharing a bathroom with someone you have a crush on? Is is a great question, uh, Jack. You want to you want to you you have some initial thoughts. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're saying I think everyone... what if, if 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 I've learned anything from my own life experiences and and talking to so many people, men and women. By the way, don't forget We're both women shit. shit too. Yep. So she's got a shit in that bathroom also. Of course. Uh, Everyone shits. Everybody poops. And everybody. everybody poops. And I will tell you, I have never heard a story and I've never had an experience where I didn't hook up or 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 have a relationship with someone because they knew I shat, they heard me shit, they I had to shit at a in a, in a, uh, a time that was unfortunate. It just doesn't matter. You 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 should go <clears throat> confidently into that toilet. And let it fly and walk out of there. Without even flushing, brother. <laughs> and, be com- and just be confident knowing that, like, your, your, your game is so strong that no shit is going to affect it. Wow. And I would take it even one step further to say, by doing that, you will puff your own chest up and you're, you will come across as someone who is, I, I think that can bleed into other aspects of right. your life. That confidence of being like, yeah, I took a shit. It's definitely more embarrassing if she found out that you cross campus to oh. shit, then if she found out you that's the emasculating yes, thing. Because that's then the you're, yeah. you're you're insecure, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's not attractive. And let me tell you something: if this person, if this, if if anyone that you're into is is going to not want to date you because they know you shit or because you sh- you shat, you don't want to date that person. Yeah, that's not someone you want to. I think do the with. the risk yeah, to agreed. like having a normal shit in that toilet is it's true. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I think what he's maybe scared of, because what, what I would be afraid of is like one day when I don't know it's going to be really bad shit and I go in and it's like, it's nasty, you mm-hmm. know, like where you leave kind of red-faced and sweaty 
uh, mm-hmm. your anus had started started to bleed by the end. You're mm. just yep. wow, you're really painting a picture. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it, and then you walk out, and there she is, and she's been waiting for God knows how long for the bathroom. It'd be a bummer. That's like that that's sucks. the that's the worst case scenario. Well, I'll even say this about that scenario, and I I would be freaked out too. And you, you, it's only human nature to be worried about it. And that's fair. but you can't. But what we have to remind ourselves is that's happened to her before. She's had disastrous, awful, yes. d- disgusting shits. She grew up mm-hmm. living with people who who shat it, shared a bathroom. She maybe had a brother who used to take horrible, awful, disgusting shits and come out of there and be like, "Sorry." And or she her has dad the same exact mom. fear about that very bathroom. Exactly. So if you come out of there and you take the <laughs> worst possible shit, and she's standing there, and you just go like. One of those days, how you doing? <laughs> like, or, go yeah. for it, you know? Or it's a great icebreaker to be like, hey, remember when I uh, took a horrible shit then pretended it didn't happen? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, what are you doing tonight? You guys, you guys sing the praises of, and you actually brought some to the office, this poopery. Well, I think if you're in a dorm or an office situation, it uh, should come you, with, yeah. You got to use poopery. Poopery is an incredible product. I don't get paid to talk neither of us yeah, get paid to us talk about yet I, but you yes. guys should do that you guys should have like all these poop products on a well they're the, i mean and you know what to be we honest should. with you like we know the difference between the good products and the bad products we've and, tested them and <laughs> and we brought some poopery doug brought some poopery here to the headgum office because and a squatty potty thing and a squatty potty if wow. you put a poopery i know at, at my work we have poopery in the office you spray it on the water before you go before. and it before you go, and then that's it. That's all you have to do. And it just makes the bathroom not smell like shit. And so it's like, it creates like a force field. Buy it for the dorm, and I guarantee you people will use it. You know what the dorm should have too? I would just go ahead and just say this mm-hmm. a white noise machine. I agree. That's a really nice idea. Or a brown uh, noise I, machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank so you. So it just, it's so much people shitting all the time that it masks the actual shit. Yeah. It masks yeah. mas- the shit. Then we don't have to worry about the loud farting that I think people are worried about. Yeah. That's I mean, another, you, that's definitely another thing, too. I, I, like, I, I, you don't want to hear I, somebody. Yeah. I mean, and you're at your backup school, Cornell. The least they could yeah. do <laughs> is, is fork over some poopery right. for the Because well, at Harvard and Princeton, they have the white noise machine. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They have if you had gotten in there, you know. Yeah, listen. Like your father had wanted. <laughs> not been such a failure. <laughs> you might as well have gone to Ithaca down the street. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Don't even joke. Do uh, not even joke. Uh, uh, all right. Doug, Jack, thank you for coming by. Thank you. What Thanks. a whirlwind. What a roller coaster it's been. This was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, again, your podcast is called Duty Calls with Doug Mand. And if we played our cards right, there is an episode with Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex Girlfriend on on the, on the Headgum Network and then also Jake in Mind episode. Yeah. So you can listen to those and then you can listen to about 100 previous ones that you recorded, a backlog. You yeah. can binge uh, listen. Log. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> now they're coming in by accident. Uh, again, the opening theme song was written by Bird Problems. You guys remember that metal riff. Yeah. Uh, and We're the closing one was written by <laughs> Ma- Max Barrett. Shout out to his new EP, Jam Protocol, available on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, and all major platforms. So thanks, Max Barrett. Thanks, Bird Problems. Thanks to you guys for listening. The email address for all those questions is ifireyoushow at gmail.com. We should have you guys back on soon. We'd love it. There's more duty questions We'll call it episode number two. Later, everybody. Things got real. This is If I Were You. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Yes, dude! It's just us girls and guys chatting and gabbing. 
feelings got real. Well, I tell you, I've been on If I Were You a lot, and it, it's never sound like this. Things got real. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm crying. Things got real. You host a show where it's advice about <laughs> personal problems that are deep and affected, and you'll never have a heart to heart. Things got real. Yes, dude! Yes, dude! Yes, dude! Nasty. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>